time when things are shifting. We're going to be a new world order out there. We've got to meet it. The following program is brought to you by friends and partners of End Time Headlines. What's going on, everybody? This is End Time Headlines, and it is Monday, February 13th, and we welcome you to tonight's broadcast. As always, if you're new to the broadcast and this is your first time, let us know in the comment section below. We'd love to hear from you and where you guys are joining us in from. Again, I'm Ricky Scaparo, the founder, the pastor, and the voice of End Time Headlines. We bring you news and headlines from a prophetic perspective. What we like to do here, if you're new, is we will take trending headlines, things that are gone viral, uh, uh, from a biblical perspective, per se, and we give insights and we try to uh, bring the gospel to you through the headlines of today. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's get right after it. Today, I want to talk about the, uh, these mysterious, quote unquote, objects, these anomalies, these UFOs, these unidentified aerial phenomena, the UAP. These are the new terms they're giving these things and what's going on. So I want to get you up to date what's going on here. So before we get into this a little bit deeper, I want you to watch this video and it's going to get you kind of up to par where we're at. It's it's a really good synopsis of where we're going, what is taking place over the past uh, 24, 48 hours or so. So watch this video and we'll be right back. Good evening. It has happened again for the third day in a row and the fourth time in just nine days. The United States has shot down an unidentified high-flying object. Today, it happened over Lake Huron between Michigan and Canada. A senior administration official telling NBC News the unmanned object was detected over Montana, Wisconsin and Michigan. And at the direction of President Biden, it was shot down. It was just yesterday afternoon that a U.S. fighter jet took down another flying object over North Northern Canada, and the search is still on for what remains of whatever was shot down over Alaska on Friday. This string of events raising so many questions. Are these all spy balloons, similar to the Chinese balloon shot down off South Carolina last weekend? Are these a new threat, or is the U.S. just tracking them more closely now? Some lawmakers on both sides of the aisle demanding more information from the Biden administration. We have two reports tonight. Let's start with Monica Alba at the White House. Tonight, the U.S. military shooting down another high-altitude, unidentified object, this time over Lake Huron. The Pentagon saying in a statement, the object flew in proximity to sensitive DOD sites and assessed it was a safety flight hazard and a threat due to its potential surveillance capabilities. The FAA issuing a temporary flight restriction over nearby Lake Michigan earlier Sunday afternoon citing Department of Defense activities, coming just hours after airspace was restricted over Montana Saturday night for the same reason, initially assessed as a radar anomaly. 
I think it got dark last night, so they couldn't fully check it out. As new details emerge about the flying object shot down by the U.S. over northern Canada Saturday, an F-22 taking out a small cylindrical object, first spotted in American airspace Friday, a carefully coordinated mission between the two countries. This was the first time that a NORAD operation has downed an aerial object. The object was flying at an altitude of approximately 40,000 feet, had unlawfully entered Canadian airspace and posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight. We're always going to detect and we're always going to defend our airspace. Saturday's military operation came just a day after the president authorized the U.S. to take aim at another unidentified object off the coast of Alaska where those tasked with recovering debris are battling severe wind chill and limited daylight as a bipartisan call for transparency from the White House and Pentagon grows louder. In the absence of information, people's anxiety leads them into uh, potentially destructive areas. So I do hope that very soon the administration has a lot more information for all of us on what's going on. I would prefer them to be trigger happy than to be permissive. This shows some of the problems and gaps that we have. We need to fill those as soon as possible because we certainly now ascertain there is a threat. And Monica joins us now. What else do we know about the object shot down today? Well, Kate, President Biden authorized an F-16 fighter jet to take it out this afternoon. And a U.S. official tells me it appeared to be octagon-shaped with strings hanging off of it. Kate? Monica Alba, thank you. Let's get right to our Pentagon correspondent, Courtney Kuby. She's been following all of this from the beginning. Courtney, what could these objects possibly be? So we only know about the first one, that that was a high-altitude Chinese surveillance balloon. The other three are smaller. It's not clear who owns them. And we don't even really know what they were doing, whether it was surveillance or something else. We do know that the U.S. would take a couple things into account when deciding whether to shoot them down. One is whether they pose a threat to civilian or military aviation. The next is, do they pose a threat to people on the ground? And then finally, do they pose some sort of a general national security threat? Those would have been taken into consideration when deciding to take it down. And the biggest question everyone has, is there some kind of increase in the number of flying objects right now, or were they always there and the military is just finding them? That's also not clear. We know that the U.S. military now is looking at a wider range of radar data. So they may just be seeing more of these things than they have in the past. But it's not clear whether now recently they're moving more into U.S. airspace and that's causing the concern or whether this is just an entirely new phenomenon just in the recent days. Okay, according to, again, uh, reports are indicating that the deepening national security mystery is continuing and is threatening a political storm after U.S. fighter jets again have scrambled three days in a row to shoot down a what is now three mysterious uh, unidentified aerial objects. Now, you say, well, wait a minute, wasn't there four objects? Yes, but remember the first uh, object, if you would, that was shot down, we know was a, or at least the... The narrative that they're giving us is it was a Chinese spy balloon that was taken down off the coast uh, of there of South Carolina. So these other three, however, are different. And as we go along, we'll give you more and more information on this. We'll allow you guys to form your own opinion on what this is because they're going to vary. Different people's going to vary in opinions what they probably aren't and what they probably are. And then we're going to leave you with some scripture at the end of this. So let's get on it.
The flurry of attacks on the uh, on the unknown crafts came a week after the highly public tracking and ultimate downing of a Chinese balloon that was suspected of carrying out surveillance. Now the thin details trickling out of the Pentagon and Capitol Hill about uh, are making an already highly unusual international episode even more bizarre and confusing. Now, let me go pull up some, I pulled up an article and I want to talk about, now this is, um, I'm going to pull up the source. This is from the USA Today and I want to give you their report regarding this Chinese spy balloon. So we're going to start with the first incident first, and we're going to work our way up. The Chinese, according to the USA Today, this Chinese uh, spy balloon that was shot down last weekend had carried devices to intercept sensitive communications. I'm going to pull up. Let me, I want to share the screen with you here. Um, and as you can see here, this is from our main website. This is intimeheadlines.org, intimeheadlines.com. Um, and I want to show you the, the map that I'm looking at here on the screen. Again, this is from the USA Today. Check out the map. Uh, and it shows you where this thing first originated from and how it went all the way across and all the way across the United States before it was again, ultimately shot down. So if this thing was to, if this thing quote, intercepted sensitive communications, how much communications did it intercept before it was ever shot down? That's, that's the real answer or the real question here. But nevertheless, the Pentagon, according to this report, flew high altitude U-2 spy planes to examine the gear that was dangling from the 200-foot balloon and found that it had the ability to conduct signal intelligence collection operations. A State Department spokesperson said in a statement, the spy balloon's insertion into the U.S. caused a diplomatic rupture with China, prompting Security uh, Secretary of State Ant Antony Blinken's decision to cancel a trip to Beijing. On Capitol Hill, members of Congress expressed outrage at the incident and demanded answers from the Biden administration. Then, as we go on, the balloon spyware payload. Now, I want you to get used to that term payload. Now, by definition, a payload is, quote, the part of a vehicle's load, especially an aircraft's, from which revenue is derived, passengers and cargo. So again, I want you to remember that term payload, because when we get to the other three objects that were just shot down, they also, according to reports out of Washington, they also had a payload on them. Now, what was on that payload, we're not being told that. Um, but nevertheless, on this spy balloon that was taken down off the coast of South Carolina, the payload in which it had, which according to reports was the size of a regional jetliner, had multiple antennas to include an array likely capable of collecting and geolocating communications. According to the spokesperson statement, he was not authorized to speak publicly. Pentagon officials have said that the balloon's predictable path allowed them to shield sensitive sites from such collection devices. Again, that's what we're being told. 
How much truth that is, I don't know. I'm not in the military. We're, I'm only giving you the information. The balloon had solar panels large enough to power, quote, multiple active intelligence collection sensors. The Chinese government operates a fleet of such spy balloons whose activities are directed by the Chinese army. There have been at least five spy balloon insertions into U.S. territory, according to the Pentagon and State Department. Now, were, now let's move on to the recent three objects that were shot down across the United States. Were they quote unquote balloons? Well, we're not, they're not being, we're not directly being told that they were. In fact, there is reports from what I've gathered information. Uh, the Pentagon does not know what keeps these objects afloat. And they call it an unusual or unknown propulsion system. Let me say that again. They have said that this was an unknown propulsion system that's keeping these objects afloat. In fact, U.S. Air Force General Glenn Van Herc said, quote, we're calling them objects and not balloons for a reason. Hmm. Now, why is it? Um, in fact, this was the same guy who, when he was questioned, if these are of extraterrestrial origin and, I, and, and listen, guys, I'm not saying they are. I'm only I'm, I'm giving you all the information that I have gathered. And again, you do what you want to do with this. Speaking uh, at a conference call, Air Force General Glenn Van Herc was asked whether the U.S. has ruled out the possibility that these objects that have been spotted and shot down over North America are extraterrestrial in origin. Um, he wrote in an article for the New York Times when he was asked about this, he said, quote, the insertions seem to become so common that Biden administration officials have found themselves issuing private assurances that there is no evidence that they involve extraterrestrial activity. But officials also acknowledge privately that the longer they are unable to provide a public explanation for the, for the province of the objects, the more speculation will continue to grow. Now, as of the taping of this, the recording of this broadcast, there is a press briefing going on, and they're getting, they are reiterating and stressing the fact that these objects are not extraterrestrial in origin. Well, duh, we knew that, guys. I, I think most of us know there's no such thing as aliens. Now, we can get into the whole deception of aliens, and we'll probably cover that when we get to the end of this podcast. But let me go on. But when he was questioned about it, um, one of the reporters said, quote, because you still have not been able to tell us what these things are that we are shooting out of the sky. That raises the question. Have you ruled out aliens or extraterrestrials? And and if so, why? Because that is what everyone is asking us right now. And he went on to say, quote, I'll let the intel community and the counterintelligence community figure that one out, said Van Herc. 
Quote, I haven't ruled out anything at this point. We continue to assess every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America with the attempt to identify it. So, of course, the UFO uh, enthusiast, they have all jumped on this and said, oh, this he's saying here that it's UFO in origin and it's extraterrestrial. No, he's again, I want to quote this. I haven't ruled out anything. He's not saying that it was. But he's but he for sake of argument, he's not saying it isn't. But again, um, it's it's still it's not calming the anxiety and the fears of people. Let's just say that. Um, now, I do want to say that I don't believe personally that this is the first time recently that this has happened. In fact, um, let me pull this up. This is an article back in the first week of January, and this comes from Jerusalem Post. Suspected UFO shot down over Russia's Rostov Oblast. And I probably slaughtered the t- that name for that, but we'll just say it was shot down over Russia for sake of argument. While the uh, UFO's identity is unclear, Some Russian lawmakers are claiming it was a Ukrainian drone. However, there are other wild and wilder theories. So this is to me is intriguing because here you go again with, and again, this is out of Russia where again, back in the first week of this year, uh, back in the first week of this year in January. Wow. I was, my mind wanted to go before my mouth did there. Russian air defenses reportedly shot down this UFO. Um, and there was even video circulating of the small object in the sky exploding. So there, again, it's being called a small object or it was called a small object. And even it was so this stirred up so much controversy that uh, the air defenses and the uh, the Air Force there in Russia had to make a statement saying, quote, I urge everyone to remain calm to ensure security. All forces and means are involved. The sky is covered with anti-aircraft defenses. Now, again, this was over this small object. Let me read on here. While the UFO's identity is unclear, it does it doesn't seem likely that it was a probe of some kind by advanced alien life. Now, this is again, this is what they're telling us here in America, in the States. In fact, one Russian lawmaker has claimed it was actually a drone sent by Ukraine. However, others, the locals there were saying that it was not a drone. So, again, was it a drone? What was it? Again, that was shot down over Russia that was caught on video doing this. So there's more information. I want to give you some more information coming out regarding uh, some of these objects. For example, look at this article from this is from the Daily Star. This is a UK affiliate. And I'm going to I want to give you I'm going to show you the headline as I'm, we're looking at it here. Baffled pilots who shot down mystery object over Alaska say it interfered with sensors. Again, the object that was shot down over Alaska has said to by pilots that were directly involved, it, quote, interfered with sensors. 
So see, there's more and more. And I want to I want to get to another. And if you remember the uh, uh, this, this was the same object that the Canadian defense minister said, quote, it was cylindrical and it was small. So this is totally different again than a description of the spy balloon that set this whole thing off that was shot down off the coast of South Carolina. However, the Biden administration and even the Canadian uh, governments are all together in unison saying that they are sticking to this narrative that both objects shot down over Alaska and Canada are believed to be balloons. Now, again, we've got a problem here. Let me, let me pull up the article. Um, if you're watching this and I know you, I know this is sometimes painful for you guys that are listening by Apple and Spotify, but we try to bring the visual effects of this and we try to pull up the articles. This is from foxnews.com. I want to give you this article. Both objects shot down over Alaska and Canada believed to be balloons, believed to be balloons. Hmm. Okay. We've got a problem here again, according to Military officials and generals, they're saying that we're not going to say that these are balloons, but we're going to call them objects. And he said, we're going to call them objects for a reason. Then you had the Canadian defense minister said that it was cylindrical. It was a cylindrical object that was shot down. And then pilots are saying that it interfered with communications and radar. But yet the White House says they were balloons. So who do we believe here, guys? Was it a balloon? Was it not a balloon? Was it a metallic object? Was it cylindrical? How's, how's this one interfering with radar systems? Are you hearing me? Okay, so um, the unidentified objects the U.S. shot down over Canada and Alaska are both believed to be balloons that were carrying a payload. Remember, I told you to, rem to remember this. They were carrying a payload. So I, I don't know about you, but I'd like to know what the payload was. Was it like the payload of the balloon that was shot down over off the coast of South Carolina that carried uh, spy, you know, spyware technology uh, capability to be able to intercept communications and different things across America? Or listen, God forbid that the payload was of weapons or of a weapon of origin what if it was god forbid a some type of biological chemical agent a virus hello again we won't know and i suspect that we'll never be told this we're being kept in the dark on a lot of this this is according to a senior u.s official details regarding the object that was flying through canadian airspace were scarce throughout the weekend, but U.S. officials now describe it as a, quote, small metallic balloon with a, a, a tethered payload. Again, go back and watch the video of the press release in Canada. This is not what's being, it's just a contradictive statement. Two different, two different descriptions of these, this, this object. The objects were much smaller than the Chinese spy craft shot down more than a week ago. Again, I like how they say spy craft, balloons, objects, 
it's like, can you really, you guys can't make up your mind, which is it? So I'm not trying to base, I'm not trying to purposely play semantics with words, but words matter when you, when people are wanting information and they're wanting details about these objects that are freaking people out. Okay. President Joe Biden along with Canadian Prime Minister, ordered the object shot down. U.S. and Allied forces have been tracking the object over Canadian territory for more than a day by the time it was shot down on Saturday. The U.S. and Canada say the craft's origin is unknown. Now, do we believe that? Really? So we know for a fact that the balloon that was shot down over off the coast of South Carolina was tracked for at least three days before it was shot down they knew that it was china immediately they knew it was china but now we have shot down not one not two but three mysterious objects um uh, in a less than three days period and we don't know their origin okay sure attempts to recover debris from the vehicle are underway now how much information you think we're going to know about that and that we're going to be given quote out of abundance of caution and at the recommendation of their militaries president biden and prime minister trudeau authorized it to be taken down according to official readout president biden authorized u.s fighter aircraft assigned to norad to conduct the operation and the u.s f-22 shot down the object in canadian territory in close coordination with canadian authorities the object over canada was the third aircraft now we know it's four this is an older article it was it was three of four objects um, that were taken down over north america in the past week um so again now it wasn't just then we had the reports that in china there was reports that they were uh now whether or not they took this down or not i don't know because it's hard to get a lot of information uh from china uh being it's a communist nation so kind of like north korea um but there was an unidentified, quote, object that flew over waters near a port city there in China. An employee at the Marine Development Authority at the Qingdao's Jimo district said that, quote, relevant authorities are preparing to bring down the object. Now, you, now this, this raises questions. If China is the one sending these objects into U.S. territory, what is the object or what was the object that was spotted in China's airspace? Was it their own device? Was it their own spy, quote, balloon? And they took it down just to kind of take the spotlight off of them? I'm just throwing speculations out here, guys. Or... Was this just another location for another unidentified object to appear in their airspace? Because again, it's happening. And I, I wanted to pull up, and I didn't do this, but you can go research this. It's not just Russia. It's not just China. It's not just the U.S. But these unidentified objects were also, if you remember, when we went back, uh, let's go back to next or last week. 
There was one spotted over South America. Remember that? And it just, it came up as a blip. Uh, we reported this on endtimeheadlines.org, on endtimeheadlines.com. There was one spotted over South America, but you didn't hear anything else about it. Like what happened to it? Where did it go? So it's not just North America, guys. These things are appearing all over the world. So I can't say 100% definitively that this is China or these are of Chinese origin. Even our own government and White House officials are saying, quote, they are of unknown origin. Um, and, and by the way, here is wanted to pull this up. We heard it straight from the mouth, but look at this. This is from Reuters. U.S. shoots down unidentified cylindrical object over Canada. So again, the terminologies are contradictive when you start pulling up articles and research and different angles of this. Again, Canadian defense minister who we heard speak at the video at the beginning of this in that clip, declined to speculate about the origin of the object, which again, she described as cylindrical in shape. She stopped short of calling it a balloon, but said it was smaller than the Chinese balloon shot down off South Carolina's coast a week ago. Now, I wanted to point out a couple more things here. A USAFCENT commander on these Chinese balloons said, quote, the level of concern that I have about these is extremely low. And he went on to say that this is not something that he would lose sleep over at night. Also, I wanted to point out that the F-16, according to reports, F the F-16 fighter jet that took down the, the most recent, recent object that was shot down over Lake Huron, uh, of an altitude of about 20,000 feet, they described this object as, quote, octagon-shaped. So look at this. We have, we have the balloon that was shot down over south, uh, off of South Carolina. We have cylindrical objects, and now we have an octagon-shaped object. I mean, we just got the, we got the whole, uh, we got a whole box full of toys and shapes, don't we? If this thing is just so bizarre. This is the most bizarre thing that I have, I think I've ever seen and reported on. So again, who knows what's going on now? I want to shift gears and let's, we're getting ready to close this podcast today. I'm going to give you, we're going to talk about another 10 minutes on this and we're going to bring a conclusion to this. We know that obviously something is going on. And I believe something big is on the horizon. Let me say that again. We're being left in the dark with details on this stuff, but don't make any mistakes about it. Not only is something going on, but I believe something big is on the horizon. Now, I want to give you another. We're going to talk more about this tomorrow's podcast, but I'm going to give you a little bit of an excerpt on what we're going to talk about on tomorrow's podcast, but this may have something to do with this. Okay. So I'm going to pull this article up. This again, this is from foxnews.com. Look at this. Americans have been told to leave Russia immediately. 
or they will face false arrest. uh, Let me read a little bit of this. The U.S. State Department on Monday ordered all U.S. citizens in Russia to leave immediately as the war in Ukraine ramps up and concerns over arbitrary uh, arbitrary, uh, detentions mount. Quote, U.S. citizens residing or traveling in Russia should depart immediately. The U.S. Embassy in Moscow has warned, exercise increased caution due to the risk of wrongful detentions. In a stark message, the department also said, do not travel to Russia. So again, now why is this? Well, you're going to have to tune in tomorrow and tomorrow's broadcast because I, I don't want to cover, I don't want to get into that on today's broadcast because today I just wanted to focus on these objects. But things could get really bad really quick in the escalation of the war between Russia and Ukraine. So now is these objects directly connected to this? I don't know. I can't say. But again, something's happening, and I believe something big is on the horizon. Now, when I was, but here's, now here's where I want to conclude with this. Let me conclude with this. Let me get into the scriptures, because this, I know, you know, after all, this is from a biblical perspective. I believe as I was kind of researching this and putting this together and I was, I I was praying about this and I'm like, Lord, give me some insight into this and some wisdom about this. I felt like the, the Holy Spirit kept reminding me that as we get into the end times, again, the first thing that the Lord warned us to be on the watch for, to be on the lookout for, to be uh, prepared for is deception. He put deception above everything else. Again, let me pull this up. Matthew 24, and I'll show you myself right here in scripture. All right, this is Matthew chapter 24, verse 3. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? Look at the order in which the events in which he spoke about the watch for. Look at the order of this. And Jesus answered and said to them, look at the number one thing he said right here. Um, He said, take heed that no one deceives you. Take heed that no one deceives you. Friends, why am I telling you this? Because I believe deception is at an all-time high, and it's only going to ramp up. It's only going to increase. And when we say deception, we're not just talking about false prophets and false apostles here and people within the body of Christ being deceived. I'm talking about deception on a global governmental world power scene where there is such deception that people are being um, deceived before our very eyes to Take the bait of what the narratives are, what we're being told, what we're being uh, commanded to do. Hello, I'm, this has never happened in the history of mankind, right? Right. Okay, so look at, check this out. When you go to the book of John, 
chapter 12, verses 27 to 29. It, it points out here the absolute urgency and how imperative it is for us as individuals to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and know the word of God and be in tune with the Holy Spirit. Let me say that one more time. Personal relationship with Jesus, know the word of God and be in tune with the Holy Spirit. Why is this important? Look at this. In John 12, 27 to 29. Now my soul is troubled. This is Jesus speaking. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose, I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Now look at what the author of John, look what John wrote here in the book of John. Then a voice came from heaven saying, quote, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Now, what was this? A voice coming from heaven. Who was the voice? The Father speaking from heaven. But look at verse 29. Therefore, the people who stood by and heard it, it's not a matter of if they didn't hear it or not, they heard it. They said that it had thundered. Others said it was an angel that had spoken to them. So watch this. The Father spoke from heaven. But the and the people on earth heard it, but notice there was a division among the people. One group said, What was that? Now, all the the whole listen, all of them heard something, but one group said, That was thunder. Did you hear that thunder? Did you hear that noise? And the other group says, That was something supernatural, it was an angel. So, isn't it? Listen, I think it's interesting that you got. You got all these reports. Uh, it was it was shaped like this. It's cylindrical. It's octagon in shape. You've got you go on forums. You go on blogs. You go on TikTok. You go on YouTube. You go on Facebook. You go on Twitter. You go on all these places, and you'll get groups saying, "Oh, these are these are UFOs. They're extraterrestrial." Then others say, "No, they are spy balloons. They are weapons of other origin of nations that are using them to come and infiltrate U.S. airspaces." So you again notice you have combating voices and different views. The key is. But you know what? When you go back to the book of John here, even though you had one group said it was thunder and another group said it was an angel, the truth was that it was not thunder and it wasn't an angel. It was the Father speaking from heaven. It was the same Father that was that spoke when Jesus was baptized at the river Jordan. And when he came up out of the water and the Bible says that the Holy ghost ascended on him into the bodily form of like of a dove. And the, there was a voice that spoke from heaven and said, this is my beloved son and who I'm well pleased. But again, I believe, Oh, come on somebody. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Let me go over here to John 10. Let me pull this scripture up for you. John chapter 10. Listen to this. 
If you're, you guys are watching, or I mean, listening by Spotify and Apple, I'm in John chapter 10, verses 1 through 6. Most assuredly, I say unto you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice. Whose voice? His Jesus, who is the doorkeeper, Jesus, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. Verse five, yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him for they do not know the voice of strangers. What am I telling you today? I'm trying to tell you that, listen, guys, if you don't have a personal relationship with Christ, you're not born again, then there is scales over your eyes. The Bible says there will be a veil over your heart and over your mind and over your spirit. And you will be succumbed to deception you will be succumb to what Paul described in Second Thessalonians as lying signs and wonders. And listen, if again, this depends on your theological view of the rapture, whether you believe it or you don't or whatever the case would be. But whoever the group is that is here at the revealing of the Antichrist, when he is when he emerges on the scene with the false prophet, now, you, I'll let you decide who that is, depending on your theological view. Whoever that group is, though, we know that there will be li- there will be power, signs, and lying wonders. And the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 10, it says it calls it calls it all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And your Bible says, because they refused and did not accept the love of the truth that they might be saved, God himself will send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie. So I'm trying to tell you, friends, that there's coming a time and I believe we're already in, in it in some degree. We're already, we're already stepped into, in some degree, this strong delusion, this unrighteous deception. And, it's, and it is captivating the minds, the hearts, and the spirits of those who have refused to love the truth and embrace the truth, which is Christ. And they will perish because, listen, if people are falling by the wayside now, what's going to happen when we get into the tribulation and the Antichrist is revealed and the false prophet is revealed and they work together and they produce these lying signs and wonders? It will be so bad that God himself says, if it were even possible, the very elect would be deceived. So what am I talking about? I'm saying that, you know, we, 
as the church, as watchmen, we spend a lot of effort and energy in focusing on the deception among the false prophets, the wolves, and the false apostles that have infiltrated the churches and pulpits. But I need you today to look outside of the four walls of the church. And I'm talking about look on the world scene. Remember, you're talking about the elites. We're talking about the new world order. We're talking about the governments of the world. We're talking about the powers that be. We're talking about all these entities who are not serving Christ. They're not born again. They are mere puppets that have strings attached to them being pulled and manipulated by the puppet master, which is called the prince of the power of the air, the ruler of this world, the God of this age. I'm talking about Lucifer, AKA Satan. And don't think for a moment that Satan is not using them. And I'm not saying all, I shouldn't say all of them because there is people in government places and high positions that are born again in spirit field and God bless them. And I pray that they be used mightily for his kingdom. But I'm saying the majority are not. And they are, they have are they willfully or unwillfully, they have sided with Satan and Satan is using them for his purpose to bring about mass deception upon those civilizations of the world. So again, we should not be moved by such things happening, such as these strange orbs and these objects and whatever they are. Because again, my Bible talks about this great deception that's coming. Lying signs and wonders that's coming that the very elect would, would be deceived if it were possible. And it's all coming. So this is all leading and prepping and prepping society to uh, to fall into this mass hysteria, mass psychosis, if you will, whatever you want to call it. But it's this is what what's happening. So. You say, well, Brother Ricky, what do you think it is? Do you think it's alien in origin? No, I don't. I believe that this is, I believe, I believe big things are coming. I've got to be careful what I say here, but I do believe that all indicators are pointing that, and we've tried to avoid this at all possibilities, but it looks like we are on the precipice of a world war, another world war, world war three. Uh, some analysts say that we're already in it. We just don't want to accept it. We don't want to acknowledge it. But it looks as if the, uh, and again, I don't want to get into the agendas of powers that be and their motives and what they gain from this. But I'm telling you, friends, things are happening behind the scenes. Who's to say that these objects uh, were not manufactured right here in the States? I'm just saying, here's the bottom line. We got to get born again. We got to get saved so that we can get filled with the Holy Ghost and that we can get in his word. We can get into prayer. We can keep an ear to the spirit of God. And we know the voice of the true shepherd. We know the voice of Christ so that in these last days, he can lead and guide his children through all the deception. And through all this nonsense so that we can have discernment and know when God is speaking and when we are trying, when the world uh, and the enemy and, and, and his 
uh, agenda is trying to deceive the masses. Does that make sense? So listen, if you're watching this today, you're listening to us today, and you've not accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, I am pleading and imploring with you today, right now, where you're at, whether you're watching, whether you're listening, I don't care if you're driving, pull over to the side of the road if you have to, whatever, but you need to repent and give your heart to Jesus right now. You need to do that right now. Listen, there's a new movie that's come out. It's a, it's a remake. It's not really new, but it's a remake. It's called The Left Behind, The Rise of the Antichrist. And that and that's uh, that new remake and the original with Kirk Cameron, there's a scene in there <clears throat> where Kirk Cameron is a journalist, a news reporter, and he's not born again. But the Lord, but people are praying for him. He ends up and they they begin to sow the seed into his heart to, to, to tell him things that are happening, things that are going to happen. And they begin to show him Bible prophecy. And he remembers these things. He puts these things to heart. <clears throat> That's the seed being sown. So then he goes into the actual uh, conference where the Antichrist is holding this conference. But before he ever steps foot in there, he meets with another individual that is showing the blueprints of the third temple in Jerusalem that must be built. And, and all of a sudden, it's like the conviction of the Lord hits Kirk Cameron, and, or Buck in the movie. Uh, I was the actor, Kirk Cameron. And he runs out, he goes to the restroom, and he goes in the restroom, and he repents. He, 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 at that moment, he knew that God was real. And he knew that everything that they had been telling him, the pastor had been telling him and others had been telling him about Bible prophecy, it was unfolding, it was happening, and that he needed to get right with Christ or he would be deceived. So in, that, in, the, in the restroom in that movie, he repented, gave his heart to Christ right there in the restroom so that when he came out of the restroom, the, the veil was removed. The, the scales were lifted off his eyes so that when he, when he went to the conference and to the, uh, um, yes, the conference and where, where the Antichrist was holding his, his speech there with the other world leaders, he, was, he began to deceive the masses, but Kurt Cameron or Buck in the the, the fictional uh, the novel based on Left Behind, he uh, the scales were removed from his eyes so that he understood and he comprehended that this was deception from Satan himself, and he didn't he was not succumb to this. And I, I thought of this when I started talking about this today. This is why it's imperative to accept Christ today. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or a week from now, but if we're born again, we're, we're, you know, we're spilled, filled with the Holy ghost. We're in tune with him. We're in the word. My friends, the Bible says that the world who is lost is walking in, in darkness. They're groping in darkness and they don't know where they're going. But the Bible says that the path of the just is like a brighty, uh, is like a shining bright light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. In other words, his word is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. And we want you to get on board with today. We want you to accept Christ today. So we pray that you do that today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every individual today under the sound of my voice that's watching today or listening today at this podcast. I pray that they accept Christ today. They would not put off tomorrow what needs to be done today. Today is the day of salvation. 
salvation. And I thank you that, Lord, as they embrace the truth, accept the truth, uh, and walk in the truth, they will not be walking in darkness, but Lord, they will have their discernment, Lord, ready and, uh, and, and be following the true shepherd, the doorkeeper unto the fold. And I thank you for this and we receive it in Jesus name and all God's people said, amen and amen. Listen, if you enjoyed podcasts like this and segments like this, don't forget to subscribe. <clears throat> and, and the way you can do that, we don't have a newsletter we want you to go to your Apple store, your Android store, depending on what device you have, download our free app, get into your hands, uh, type in time headlines. If you're watching by Apple or Spotify, again, download our free app, hit yes to push notifications, and you're going to be notified of every headline and every podcast when it's readily available for your, <clears throat> for your convenience and for you to have right there. Also, if this ministry is a source of blessing to you and your family and you'd like to pray about becoming a monthly partner, you could do that two different ways. One is electronically through the app, which is the easiest way to do it. <clears throat> or you can give by check or money order and you can make that at End Time Headlines, P.O. Box 1391. That's Monroe, Georgia, 3065. So as always, guys, thank you. Don't forget to hit the uh, the bell for push notifications. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Share this on Apple, on Spotify, on Rumble, YouTube, Facebook Live, whatever platform you're watching from. And again, listen, if you're watching this, we you can follow us all over. The, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We're on Instagram. We're on Rumble. We're on Telegram. We're all over the place. All the descriptions and the, or I'm sorry, all the links for these social media outlets can be found in the description of this video. If you're watching by Rumble, YouTube, Facebook Live, or by the direct website, look under the description of this video. There's a link underneath one where it says, follow us on Rumble, Facebook, YouTube. There's links there for that. And it's provided. And you can always go to our main website, endtimeheadlines.org, endtimeheadlines.com. And up at the top where it says follow us, it's going to bring a list of where you can follow us from, what platforms, and you can go right directly to the link. So don't forget to do that today. Listen, we love you guys. God bless you. Uh, thank you for your prayers and your support of the Ministry of End Time Headlines. We're going to sign off for today. We'll be right back here tomorrow on Valentine's Day, February 14th, uh, on Tuesday evening. Until then, may the Lord bless you, keep you, and may his countenance shine upon you. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the End Time Headlines podcast. We pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message. For more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit endtimeheadlines.org.